So we'll just, I'll just get into it. Virginia's back. And today we're going to talk about body image again, because I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like every woman's experience with body image is going to be a little different. Mm -hmm. While somehow still the same. So how old are you? I am 20. Yes. You turn Mm -hmm. 21 next month though, right? In August. August. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your like basic background around body image? Why this topic speaks to you? That kind of thing. So um, body image, it's something that I think I've struggled with for a long time. I've always had ups and downs with it. Obviously, with my body type, it's different than the than the common demographic of the the girls I went to school with. I went to school here in Chandler, so um, you know a lot of just American white girls, different body mm-hmm. types. It, it, I mean, they all had the same, and I just didn't look that that way so I wanted to look exactly like them so I used to take extreme measures to do it I hated my curves and after being like 89 pounds some kids still called me fat like you could still see my bones you could see my bones and he called me fat I was like that's crazy so I started eating after that um (laughs) and then also just things like comments from family members that I was either too skinny or too heavy in the Hispanic community community that's like always an issue with Mm. having to grow up and then also why it speaks to me is of social media, of course. I mean, the, the um, like the stigma or whatever, like the ideal body type is always changing. I feel like it is yeah, it for is. social media. It is. And also just overall the ups and downs through stages, developmental stages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you were growing up, what was the body type that was in fashion? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was like early 2000s, everything. It was just like a lot of skinny girls. I, I was going to say. Yeah. Like when I was 13, 14, mm-hmm. it was very much like as thin as you could mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. Yeah. Because now it's crazy different. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so now it's like more my body type is what people kind of want to go after. Or yeah. like I just remember back then, like if your butt was too big, you know, or they say, does my butt look too big? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> and now it's so different. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you say your family made comments about you, mm-hmm. was it from men or women? Um, mainly women. We didn't have a, we don't have a lot of men in my family. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. mainly women. Do you think? Well, I have this theory that sometimes women can pass on insecurities. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's really possible. Yeah, it's true. And look, like in retrospect, I definitely see that now. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then you got pretty into weightlifting right i did yes. or did you get into diet and exercise or just exercise um diet and exercise i mean as i was growing up my sister she had a pretty big influence on me with that like she would take me to the gym occasionally i would go with her sometimes when i was younger mm-hmm. and then um i would say like probably when i got into high school like sophomore year i was doing online school so i had like my own daily routine set where um I like had a smoothie at this certain time, like a protein smoothie. I would go to the gym like mm-hmm. after I finished a couple classes. So I had done that pretty consistently. But yeah, diet was a big thing as well with that. So I, I've always been big on like incorporating as much as many whole foods as I can. Mm. Even back then you were doing whole foods? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's as much as I could. Eat. Yeah, thankfully. I mean, my thing is when I get focused on, when I am interested in something, I will do so much research to be like, what is the exact correct way to do this? Mm-hmm. So I remember just doing a lot of that as well. Mm-hmm. And then you did it, you incorporated exercise as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, along with the diet, then I had the exercise routine. I, that's when I went to the gym. Yeah. I would go do the treadmill a little bit, lift some weights and then get back home, shower and then resume school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it like, cause you seem pretty structured 
and I think I'm pretty structured. Were you in that mindset where if anything messed up your plans for the gym, you blow up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Where if anything, like I had that routine every single day, and if something happened with my food yes. or with going to the gym, mm-hmm. it's like the end off. of the world. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. throws you off, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. So what do you think the difference between a person with a healthy view of exercise versus a person with an unhealthy view? So with a healthy view, I would say like the view I have thankfully is the goal of overall health and well-being in mind. Because with this, not only are you going to have more confidence in how you look, but you also take into account in how you feel and function with your body. So with a healthy view, also you recognize that exercise, whether it's something vigorous, low intensity, it's slow and it's something methodical. And also with exercise, having a healthy view of it as well, it's, it's a preventative measure too for when you're older. I mean, it mm-hmm. prevents a lot of diseases. Mm-hmm. So this is something that you make a lifestyle. It's not something like a temporary fix. And also I think that's something that's so common, like out in the fitness industry is doing all these complex exercises, but with exercise you can just use the basics and you get like maximal results for that right mm-hmm. what, would you, what do you think the basics are i mean basics really is they say like 30 minutes a day four times a week you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing if you can incorporate that i mean with me my sessions are usually like hour hour and a half but mm-hmm. those kinds of basics um making sure that you're doing a little bit of cardio just keeping your heart healthy and then just the um like three like kind of big um, lifts like in strength training so it's like the deadlift squat and then another one could be the hip hip thrust or the chest press too mm-hmm. like those work multiple muscles at the same time right. so kind of just using those basics yeah mm-hmm. did you now that you have what would you consider you have a balance you have exercise now yes thankfully yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. did you ever think that you would get there i think eventually i would i definitely think I would have gotten there because like those with the unhealthy view like they put excessive strain on their bodies and so people out there who they they kind of exercise for the wrong reasons you know mm-hmm. they want validation for aesthetics rather than just the other benefits it provides mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily doing it for themselves I mean there's nothing wrong with wanting to be confident about how you look obviously that's something that we all want we want to be confident about how we look but it's not healthy when that's the only goal and also before like you know like we said how if your routine were to get messed up and it would throw you off like that was kind of an all-or-nothing mindset Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of an unhealthy view because if if it's like I didn't get this exercise in it's I'm completely done you know that kind of thing you can kind of just go on a spiral yeah um so yeah did you ever get in that mindset where if you missed a day or if you ate a meal that was outside of your little structure Mm -hmm. do you did you ever feel like you could notice it immediately I feel like I would but it's honestly just my brain that was just my brain doing a number on me because if I did that then I would try to like overcompensate for Mm -hmm. it you know if I ate a couple more calories over than I should have then I would have done like another workout you know to kind of burn it off yeah Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things I've noticed is that I my body doesn't change every single day. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. exactly. Even though when you're in that mindset, I honestly thought that it did. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. thought that those couple decisions or that decision to like mm-hmm. skip the gym that one day, yeah. it would make a big difference. Like, right. I see it. Yeah. And it wouldn't. And that like reminds me too of how people are like really serious about checking their weight every morning. I yeah. do not. I have, 
I cannot remember the last time I checked my weight. Like, I don't even have a scale. Yeah, Because, like, it's just not healthy to do that every day. Like, your weight mm-hmm. is inevitably going fu- to fluctuate every day. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, also when people, they start exercising, they start eating healthy, and then some see the scale go up, then they get discouraged. It's, like, mm-hmm. well, if you're weightlifting, you know, you're putting on muscle mass. You're putting on more weight. But that's not that shouldn't be your baseline of health. Right. You know? So, yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, I agree about the scale. Because you can, you can get in the mindset where you weigh yourself like three times a day, mm-hmm. which it does nothing. It does There's nothing. There's just like no way that that It's just better. making you obsessive and it's driving you crazy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you think that the fitness industry is like truly geared towards health? So for that, it depends, I think, ultimately on what side you follow. There are mm-hmm. a lot of influencers out there. I mean, a lot of them focus on holistic health and others on you know, calisthenics, all that thing, all that stuff. But I think like the mainstream fitness industry, like kind of where everybody's geared towards right now, what you see mostly on TikTok is it's just focused on aesthetics. It's not, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it's geared towards health. So a lot of influencers, they'll promote taking a bunch of different things. You don't necessarily need it, like BCAAs or steroids, obviously, mm-hmm. anabolic windows, all this complex stuff. And I mean, obviously there's scientific reasoning behind all this all these things but they're just promoted um just for the goal of how it's going to make you look rather than what these what the actual research is Mm -hmm. and i think with me kind of being ingrained in that in the fitness industry before like when i was like super adamant about always working out Mm -hmm. like i kind of you know like i went through that like i took all those supplements like i would do creatine all the time i did like 150 grams of protein per day Mm -hmm. all that and it like messes up your gut health (laughs) horribly like really yeah i mean taking all those additives and kind of just like depriving your body of certain things too because i had gone through a phase where it's like okay no sugar and then i would use like my fitness pal to track all my Mm -hmm. foods and then i would have to have like certain amount of carbohydrates fats protein and a lot of the foods like that are promoted as alternatives like they have sugar alcohols and those aren't good for your gut so it low-key gives you an eating disorder (laughs) you know yeah i would say i've heard of a lot of people that will go off some of those supplements Mm -hmm. and like their skin clears up yeah yeah or they have like these little minor effects that obviously it wasn't as healthy as they thought it was Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. yeah i agree also i don't know for sure but i don't think a lot of those supplements have to pass federal testing right yeah i think you're I've right heard that. yeah Where a lot of supplements it's not the same regulations mm-hmm. yeah because yeah a lot of like the brands that resell on amazon they're not fda approved either so for example like with creatine there's like the creatine monohydrate and that's like the specific one that'll give the results that people want mm-hmm. but people can just like resell it but it doesn't necessarily have to be the monohydrate. It can be like another form of creatine mm-hmm. or it can just be something else completely because it's mm-hmm. not FDA approved. So, Oof. yeah. What does, like, what's the point of creatine? Because I never got into that. For that one, I mean, I honestly, I know I, I definitely, I got the benefits from it. The point of it is to draw more water to your muscles. Mm-hmm. It helps in um, creating more definition as well. Like when you're lifting it, I do remember it helped a lot with the strength. Like it increased my strength and then it helps with um, soreness because the soreness comes from lactic acid buildup. So mm. taking creatine would kind of help in that where you wouldn't be as sore as much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. I mean, and our bodies already naturally produce it, but you take the supplement to get even more results. And I mean, mm. you can include it in your diet. There are certain like red meats and things that have an amount of creatine, but they just promote taking it as a supplement so you don't get more of those results. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I see their point. Yeah. But again, I, I also think that anything that's super condensed mm-hmm. might not be as good for you. Yeah. Because I, I, at this point, I feel like some of the healthiest diets are whole foods, like what you said. Mm-hmm. And so once I started incorporating that, I started thinking about like how much condensed food am I putting in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Do you think that the weight industry or like the weightlifting industry or the bodybuilding industry is different for men versus women? Um, definitely. And I think like the, with the similarity that they all share is everybody who's in the fitness industry, they all have a measure of body dysmorphia for mm-hmm. sure. You know, they're always wanting to look like their favorite influencer and they, they're, it's just never good enough. So I think like men yeah. and women kind of share that thing when they're really um, into strength training. But with, like, a physiological approach or, like, difference in body functions between the two genders, in men, I mean, it's evident that for the most part, they don't really have to work out as much or be that cognizant of their diet to transform their bodies. I mean, I've seen, like, some friends, like, it'll take six months and their body's completely transformed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But obviously that's not to say it's for every man because every case is different. Genetics or self-care, how they take care of themselves. But... Unfortunately, with male health, it's not openly discussed or researched as much as female, Hmm. but that's a whole other conversation. But I think with women, definitely different than men because we got to deal with hormones, you know, Mm -hmm. we got menstrual phases, other systems in our bodies. And something I learned as well, like coming out of the bodybuilding community, the fitness industry is a lot of girls don't realize that they need to be gentle with their bodies because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, weightlifting is definitely good for you. You should definitely do it. But putting that much strain on your body and then excessively, it messes with your hormones as well. And it Really? Yeah, I mean, just regulating them. Because already when you're exercising, you're going to have an increase in like cortisol, but also testosterone in women. So even though it's not a significant difference, it still kind of messes with your other hormones because mm. just of how much strain you're putting on your body. Okay. And... Um, you know, we have to bear children and have regular cycles and also excessive exercise that can mess with your cycles as well. Yeah. 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 So with female bodies too, like we fluctuate more. So it takes more time to get results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I know a lot, not a lot. I think I know more men than women right now that are like really caught up in Mm -hmm. fitness. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing. When Mm -hmm. I say caught up, I mean like kind of fixated on it right yeah no I've seen that too Mm -hmm. I think no I think it can affect both genders Mm -hmm. but I do think there's something too with men like wanting to get bigger and Mm -hmm. bigger yeah Yeah. absolutely I I think you're right I think it's just want just more Mm -hmm. there's something that they think is like masculine Mm -hmm. about it yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely so now that you are older what advice would you give younger girls that are going through some of the same thoughts that you were having at that age so with this one, now that I'm older, I mean, you can tell a young girl, you can tell young kids all you want, give them all the advice, but I think that this is something that, even though I was aware of what I should and shouldn't have been doing, I think it's just something that took time and experience to mm-hmm. accept. But, you know, I would still tell them that your body doesn't look exactly like that other girl's because you aren't that other girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you are you you're beautiful and you have a body it still has more growing to do you know they're so young and 
it's important that they need to take care of themselves, you know. Even though, like, you're like, a little girl, like, we have access to phones, we have access to Google, you know, we can, mm-hmm. you know, we can look up, like, good diets as from the right sources, or just, you know, talk to somebody about it, seek support. If it's a relative, a school counselor, I know I reached out to a school counselor when I was, like, kind of going through, oh, did you? like, an eating disorder kind mm-hmm. of thing, or a family friend. What did they do? Uh, she just really comforted me. I mean, I know I, I remember I reached out, but I don't think I really got too much out of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the the act of talking to somebody about it because mm-hmm. I didn't talk to my mom about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like it would help. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think it's also rough. Like if you're one of those girls who doesn't look like an adult as a teenager, because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's just now that I'm noticing it or what the difference is. Yeah. But girls that are th- like 14 15 16 look so much older they now. do they yeah. do it's kind of scary <laughs> it is kind of scary like they look older than i do now mm-hmm. but i remember being one of those kids where i looked 14 mm-hmm. like at 14 i looked 14 right same and i think some of my advice would be that you don't have to look like an adult mm-hmm. like your body will change as yeah. you get older and i don't think you really grow into what you look like until your early 20s mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what i've seen i mean I've definitely, I think even just within the last year, I've seen, even though my body's kind of stayed relatively the same, it's the weight kind of, it distributes a little differently now. Mm -hmm. Like my figure's forming a little differently, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like the way you look is more consistent now? Yeah. I feel like I've hit that consistent mark Mm -hmm. where I don't weigh myself either, Mm -hmm. but um, my clothes always fit the same. Mm-hmm. And at this point I kind of eat whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I think I eat a lot more intuitively than I used to, but mm-hmm. I think that within a few pounds, my, this is my weight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would say that anyone that's like really struggling with body image, wait until you get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Cause your body, if you're eating a reasonable diet, mm-hmm. it will kind of settle someplace. Yeah, definitely. And I know, like I said, within the last year or two, I had weighed myself previously. And then like, again, recently it's like, with like months but you know I had gained a couple pounds but like I didn't see it in myself and my clothes were yeah the same they were fitting the exact same way too I'm Mm -hmm. like okay well that's just how it is now and I'm okay with it yeah Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's the flip side Mm -hmm. where there would be there'd be times where I was like convinced I'd gained weight yeah and I would finally weigh myself and I'd lost like three pounds Mm -hmm. yeah I just think the scale is so unreliable to go off of definitely yeah absolutely when it comes to diet, because I, I think that was the hardest thing for me to stabilize mm-hmm. was because I still go to the gym mm-hmm. often and I, I still lift weights. But when it comes to a diet, everyone's going to have a little bit different of a diet. But what's your advice on like finding something that works for you? Something sustainable, but I mean, I know with me just kind of still incorporating the foods that I ate growing up. I mean, like I had my mom always cooked so and it was like a dominican diet so like rice beans chicken that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but you know still eating the foods that you want to eat overall just intuitive eating include fruits and it's crazy to me that people don't like fruits and vegetables yeah a lot of people don't it's y'all if you're listening out there (laughs) if you don't like fruit i'm gonna need you to eat a mango and i need you to give back to me it is good yeah what do you mean you don't like fruit anyways um (laughs) you know include those eat your whole foods and I think just to, just so it's not something that you have to overthink, it's just, you know, take take the initiative to like, 
look up recipes or to find places that have good food and mm-hmm. you know just be cognizant of what you're putting into your body yeah yeah i agree yeah. i think some of the best advice that i would give someone that's like really stuck in that mindset mm-hmm. and that's been restricting for a long time is not to take anything out of your diet mm-hmm. like don't really switch anything just add something in yeah so like mm-hmm. if you're feeling really overwhelmed don't change anything but add something like yeah. add a serving of fruit and vegetables or add a serving of protein no that's really good yeah yeah because with me like my meal prep when i was super restricted with my meal prep like i only had like a protein source and then a carb source and then mm-hmm. like a snack later in the day would be a protein bar and then like once i started getting out of that then i would add you know like the protein the carb but then maybe like a little salad and then now i always have a fruit on the side mm-hmm. too so yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah mm-hmm. and then sometimes when i do get into like a bad mindset which kind of goes along with the next question mm-hmm. but going back to the basics of every meal having a carb a protein and a vegetable mm-hmm. i feel like you can never go wrong with that either oh yeah because I, I also think that especially when i was younger but now too if you go to barnes and nobles to like the book section on health and fitness yeah there's so many different opinions mm-hmm. like you can get a book for vegan you can get a book for whole foods for paleo for carnivore mm-hmm. and every single book is going to tell you that's the only way to eat mm-hmm And so I think instead of getting super overwhelmed with that, I just go back to a carb, a protein, and a vegetable or fruit. Yeah, and I mean, like, overall, like, my relationship with food was always really rocky, too, because of, like, body image and everything. Mm -hmm. But I've just gotten to the point where it's like, food is, you know, food is meant to be enjoyed. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I want to eat good food. And when you eat good food, you feel good about yourself because you're you're enjoying the experience, I would say. So, you know, just make, make the food enjoyable. Try not to overthink it if you're feeling stuck. If mm-hmm. you need help, ask for help. <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. Mm-hmm. So do you think, which I kind of touched on this, but do you think that like, that view of food, that view of your body ever truly goes away? Mm, I hope so. <laughs> I yeah. mean, with me, I think at the point where I'm, at, I'm pretty content with how I look. Obviously, I still have days where I'm not a big fan of how I look. Mm-hmm. And then... I'll like I'll have this tendency or like I'll have the desire to like just want to restrict like what I eat like just not even eat anything um but you know our bodies are constantly changing as we age and I deal like I said ideal body image and social in social media changes also Mm -hmm. so as long as this all continues to go I think you can still achieve some sort of like satisfaction with yourself but in the back of our heads we're always going to want something more yeah that's true yeah or just something else. Yeah. I think it can get, like... I think that anyone that's really been in a bad mindset with it, it can get to 90% better. Mm-hmm. Which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I still think that you're always going to have, like, that 10% yeah. that kind of, like, reacts in some areas. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you'll see it and you'll kind of be back there. Mm-hmm. But I do think that 90% you can just get back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. And... Like, myself working in healthcare, I have to interact with different kinds of people, different ages, all day, Mm -hmm. every day. And no matter how old they are, like, you know, we early 20s, mid-30s, and they can be in their 80s. They always make a remark about their bodies, like, especially when I'm taking their weight or something. So, I mean, just talking to people of different ages, too, I've just seen that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I do feel like so many people make comments about their body which Mm -hmm. is another thing that i'll say is sometimes it makes me really sad to see older women 
not even rudely try to do it, but they'll kind of make those comments out loud about mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. And then younger women hear it. Yeah. So I, I try not to do that at all, especially mm-hmm. when I'm with girls younger than me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same. Because it's a sensitive topic. I mean, like when you talk about it now, it's like, yeah, it's a definitely sensitive topic. I mean, mm-hmm. it did a number on me, body image. Yeah. I mean, I wanted, like I said, I wanted to look like the other girls who had completely different genetics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good to keep that habit of not talking like that. Agreed. Mm. Absolutely. Well, mm. anything we didn't touch on? Um, I don't think so. How have you, like, what benefits have you felt from, like, now that you, like you said, you've been intuitive eating, mm-hmm. you exercise every once in a while. Do you think you as well, like, you have, like, you're, you're content with how you look as well? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And I also think I've gotten to that point, like I said, where this is my weight. Mm-hmm. And it might fluctuate slightly, but there's very little, and honestly, I've tested it considering how much I've eaten on vacation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's very little that I'm going to do to make myself gain weight. Mm-hmm. And at this point, there's very little that I'm willing to do to make myself lose weight. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like, it's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I am happy with it. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets better. You know, so if you're listening, you're struggling with how you look, it gets better. That's true. Yeah. Ask for help. (laughs) I remember we took this road trip. I think I was 18 and we went from Casper, Wyoming to New York City and we made like seven stops. It was Mm. two weeks. It was an awesome road trip. But everyone that I was with would eat out and they would eat food. Mm. And I would only eat corn from a can. I brought a can opener and I would Mm -hmm. eat corn. And then I would make them take me to either Wendy's for a plain baked potato <laughs> or rice and veggies at like an Asian restaurant with no yeah. sauce, maybe soy sauce. Mm-hmm. And on that road trip, I lost like five pounds. Oh my gosh. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But this is what we do. Yeah, I that's know. That's just what you do when you're in that mindset. Yeah, I remember like when I was, like when I was unfortunately anorexic, um, all I would eat were saltine crackers and yellow Gatorade. And now I can't stand that, stand those <laughs> anymore. Like I'm like, do yeah. not. I don't, like it just makes me sick now just thinking about those yeah like, i think that's crazy. how i am with wendy's baked potatoes yeah <laughs> and barbecue sauce i eat those like every day mm-hmm. yeah and i like and i look back and i'm like oh yeah i was so young i was doing that to myself like it makes you sad like just think like why did i do that to myself or like that poor little girl you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah but yeah but you're right to anyone listening it does get better because mm-hmm. now i eat anything yes that's right <laughs> and i love food yeah mm-hmm. absolutely